people of the world, welcome once again to the VGM Fight Club. again to the VGM Fight Club, a VGM podcast where I take a topic, I then take two people, be it members of the VGM podcast community, or two VGM podcasters themselves, have them each make a playlist on that topic, then pit those playlists against each other and let you, the people, vote on who has the better taste in music. I am, once again, your commissioner, the last Regan Dara Bowers, and thank you to everyone who has been patient with me and has, you know, been waiting for the first episode of this season. I apologize for the delay. A lot of things happened. Uh, I had to end last season a little early because my work schedule was crazy with all the overtime they kept dropping on us. Addition to that, I had my sons for the summer, so I wanted to spend more time focusing on them. Um, in addition to that, I had some technical difficulties. The external hard drive in which I used as a means to have more storage on my computer broke. So I have been doing my best to try to sift through what I need and don't need on my computer because I'm running out of memory until I can get another external hard drive, hopefully soon. That being said, once again, thank you to everyone that has been patient. I greatly appreciate it. A few top of the show notes. Um, As mentioned last season, uh, Muddled Madness is your Mr. Money in the Bank briefcase holder. Uh, Bedroth is still the VGM Fight Club champion. Or what was the other? Oh, and John J. Gangsta, team game that tune, John J. Gangsta Harrington, and well, basically, team game that tune because it's Freebird rules are still the VGM Fight Club Tag Team Champions. Not much else to say. Um, if you notice, the opening theme to this episode was different than normal. What I'm going to be doing this season is each episode will have an opening theme of a cartoon I used to watch as a kid. I you know, there's a lot of cartoons I watched as a kid, and a lot of them had really dope openings. So that was, you know, from Batman Beyond. So like a show that honestly needed more seasons, didn't get it. They have comics of it. Matter of fact, two of them I need to get a hold of, but you know, that's either neither here nor there. Uh, now, in you know, the world is what it is today. Uh. We're currently in a recession. Inflation is at all-time high. Gas is finally starting to go down. Uh, oh, and just recently announced Sony got sued and they decided to jack up the price for a PS5, but not here in America. So that kind of sucks. But hey, I now have a PS5. Thank you. Thanks to my lovely co-hosts on my other podcast, Senpai's Playlist, Claire Bullock. So thank you again to my friend Claire. The only caveat being that I will have to pay Claire back come her birthday and MAGFest, so, which isn't a problem, so, uh, 
other than that, uh, in terms of the Uomatsuplex podcast, I have to get together with Jesse Bygod Moore and see if we can work out a schedule because I had to put that on hiatus as well. Even though it's only a once a month podcast, just scheduling and everything else has been hectic. So hopefully things can go back to normal. I am hoping to have a regular 10 episode season like I normally do. But in the off chance my work schedule gets hectic again, I will do my best to notify you, my fans, about what's going to happen and, you know, if I'll have to end the season early. But other than that, like I said, thank you for everyone that hung out and has been hanging around and waiting, you know. Um, so I'm going to get right into the topic of today's episode. Betrayal. That's right. Many video games have an element of betrayal in it. Some do, some don't, but like many of them, more than, more than most have an b- element of betrayal. A plot twist, if you will, sometimes, or just betrayal in general. And, you know, when I came up with this subject, I was thinking, you know, who would be a good pairing for this? And then I was trying to find someone to, two people to be on the first episode, and lo and behold, Alex, the messenger messenger, messenger, messenger of a VGM journey, asks about him and his fiance Carly being on the show, which I had approached Alex and Carly about being on the show last season, but things didn't work out, so, hey, I was like, you know what? Yeah, let's make this happen. So, today's episode will have none other than former VGM Fight Club champion Alex the Messenger Messenger going up against his fiance, Carly. And the subject is betrayal. So they had to pick tracks from video games that had betrayal in them of some type. You know, it could have been like it was a betrayal that happened in a story, or in the case of like Double Dragon 2, at the end you have to fight each other for the girl, hence betraying your best friend for the girl. So... That being said, we're going to go ahead and hop into the first track of the night. And seeing as Carly is probably the, if I'm correct, actually no, Carly's the second woman to ever be on the show. And, you know, I'm a bit of a gentleman. I decided ladies go first. So all of Carly's tracks will play first, then followed by Alex's. And when I looked at this list, when they both submitted their track listing to me, I was like, huh, there's a lot of similarities here and there's a lot of differences. So this will be a very interesting match, to say the least. So, first track of the night that Charlie, Carly has picked for round one comes from the game Lego Star Wars The Complete Saga. The track is called Darth Vader Action. It's composed by Adam Hay and David Whitaker.
Alright, we are back. That was Darth Vader Action from the game Lego Star Wars The Complete Saga, composed by Adam Hay and David Whitaker. And that was Carly's first track of the night for round one. Um, you know, I have never. I've played Lego Star Wars games, I haven't played some of the newer ones. And it was funny because when Carly first had. was actually, you know, messaged me saying, hey, does it count if I choose a track from Lego Star Wars, you know, because the betrayal of Anakin versus, you know, uh, what's his name, Obi-Wan, you know, in the Duel of Fates. I was like, of course it counts. She thought it wouldn't count because it happened in a movie. I'm like, yeah, but it's going to happen in a game, so it's a track from the video game. It, it counts. Like, as you all know, I'm very, like, free-spirited when it comes to the rules. Like, I place, I place them, and, you know, I love it when people find a... You know way to think outside the box so this is a dope track i do love playing the lego star wars games especially with my kids because they love star wars and they love legos although recently they've been playing the ninjago games on the switch so although right now they're both grounded so that's a story for another time anywho oh in terms of video games lately all i've really been playing is monster hunter rise that's it i severely failed my video games my summer game challenge okay i think i got three games off my list kirby and the crystal shards uh monster hunter rise sunbreak and what was it? oh me and my sons all beat ninja turtles shredder's revenge together it's the first video game i've played with them from start to finish and then we all beat together i am so proud it's just it makes me so happy being able to do that with them so i was very happy about that Plus, on top of that, I've played, I've submitted several tracks from the Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge game to several different podcasts because that soundtrack just is, it, it's, it's dope. What more can I say about it? Anyway, so this was a dope track. So what, what, what does Alex have in store for his fiance? Let's see. Da, da, da. Alex has chosen a track from. Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. The track is called Shepherd's Betrayal. It's composed by Hans Zimmer and Lorne Balfe.
All right, we're back. That was Shepard's Betrayal from the game Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, composed by Hans Zimmer and Lorne Balf. You know, I have to say this. Uh, I've played Modern Warfare 2, wasn't a big fan of the online. Campaign was great. Uh, I know it's about to get re-released in, I think, October or November of this year, one of the two, because, you know, that's usually when new Call of Duties get released. I'm probably going to pick it up. But regardless, I know of this part, and this part was a gut-wrenching moment and it's been a couple of years so i think i can spoil this so you and so two operatives that you take control of one is known as ghost the other one is known as roach you are sent to go retrieve uh classified documents or information from this house and you have to take on like basically a small like private militia just to get said documents and when you get said documents the general who sent you to go get it you know that the lieutenant general whatever his name is shepherd he shoots and kills you and then like while you're still alive he then burns you he, he basically burns you alive while he, he sets you on fire like he betrays the shit out of you. it's like damn like what the fuck like ooh. all right so i'm gonna have to put an explicit thing in this but either way it's like man what happened why for what reason this was unnecessary but hey it happened and then you know, later in the game, you throw a knife into his eye. So, hey, you know, I guess uh, all fair is in love and war. Or all's fair in modern war. Fair, too. Hey, right, that was a tactic. But, you know, I'm actually looking forward to this one. Because, you know, I do like playing online multiplayer with my brothers and my friends. And, you know, just... Eh, even though the community is toxic. That's why I usually put myself in a party. I just don't listen to anyone. I just go around and shoot people. In the game. Anyway. So... That was a great opening round, both different contrasting tracks. So what does round two hope for us? Carly has chosen a track from a game that I have heard Purnell of Rhythm and Pixels rave about all the time. Uh, the track is called Fighting for Freedom, and it's from the game The World Ends With You. And this is composed by Takaharu Ishimoto. Please enjoy.
was Fighting for Freedom from the game The World Ends With You, composed by Takaharu Ishimoto. I've heard Purnell rave about this game, and I've seen it a few times. It was originally out on a 3DS, and then it got ported to, or was it DS? One or the other. Uh, DS or 3DS, and then it got ported to the Switch, I think, like last year. And, you know, um, I know it's made by Square Enix, and it has a similar art style to that of Kingdom Hearts covers. So, you know, characters with really big shoes and really ridiculous clothing with lots and lots of zippers. Which, I would like to point something out. I don't know if any of you have ever played the game The Bouncer. But if you have, I want you all to go back and look up the character Zion Barzad, okay? Look up that character, look at his design, then look at Sora from Kingdom Hearts. Just saying. That's all I'm saying. Also, I wanted to say something uh, about the Star Wars thing. Uh, I blame Obi-Wan for everything that happened with Anakin. I mean, everything. Just, just, I blame Obi-Wan, you know, but that's a discussion for another time. But anyway, this was a very, uh different track compared to the first round pick so what is alex's second round pick how how does he look to try to beat his woman alex's second round pick is from the game mario party superstars the track is king boo's theme which is composed by masayoshi ishii toshiki aida and satoshi okubo please enjoy Party Superstars, composed by Masayoshi Ishii, Toshiki Aida, and Satoshi Okubo. Now, this much I know. So, I and I am notorious for doing this in Mario Party games, because let's be honest, Mario Party games are honestly nothing more than a means to screw over your friends. And using a boo to buy, paying a boo, I think, 30 or 50 coins to steal a star from your opponent is one of the most backstabbing things you could ever one of the most biggest jerk moves and you know what i am notorious for doing that to people i have been known to steal stars left and right 
Although, at the same time, I have some of the worst luck in Mario Party. I have lost multiple times to people simply because I'll sit there and I'll have more stars than everyone else by the end of the game. And I win all the mini games, but for whatever reason, I never get the bonus stars. That's where I get screwed. The bonus stars. It is the biggest... J j just... Ah! Uh, ah! Uh, the chicanery of it all! It's but yeah, uh, yeah, Mario Party definitely a game about betrayal. So, <laughs> this fits perfectly. <laughs> Alright, moving on to the third round. Let's see. Carly has chosen a track from the game Portal. The track is called Still Alive. It's composed by Kelly Bailey and Mike Morosky. This was a triumph. I'm making a note here. Huge success. It's hard to overstate my satisfaction. Aperture science. We do what we must because we can. For the good of all of us, except the ones who are dead. But there's no sense crying over every mistake. You just keep on trying till you run out of cake And the science gets done and you make a neat plan For the people who are still alive I'm not even angry I'm being so sincere by Kelly Bailey and Mike Morosky. And from what I know about Portal is, and I've played the game, 
you know, it's a puzzle-based game. You know, it came out years ago. It was cult classic, a hit for people. And the one thing I do know about Portal is this. Uh, the cake is a lie. The cake has always been a lie. The cake will forever remain a lie. And the cake is a lie. That within itself is the biggest betrayal. Other than the fact that GLaDOS, the, you know, AI robot that's been trying to lead you through the institution, trying to kill you at the end. But the main thing is she lied about the cake. Because the cake is always a lie. And that is a reference I always use to people whenever like, but they said this, the cake is a lie. The cake is always, just remember that people, the cake is always a lie. So, anyway, not much else I can say about Portal that hasn't been said. So, we're going to keep it moving to Alex's third round pick. Which comes from the game Yakuza Kiwami. The track is called For Whose Sake and is composed by Hidenori Shoji.
back. That was For Whose Sake from the game Yakuza Kiwami, composed by Hidenori Shoji. You know, I was playing the Yakuza games a couple of months back. I was trying to work my way through Yakuza 0, then work my way all the way up throughout the series until eventually playing Yakuza Kiwami. Um, and I just haven't had the time. Once again, like, that is a sad thing that I've noticed as I've become an adult and a gamer. I don't have the time for the games. Case in point, my Xbox 360 disk drive uh, stopped working. Now, the, disc, the Xbox itself still comes on, and I can still play my digital games, but, like, the disk drive, it's a hurt piece. Because I'm currently um, courting somebody, and it's like, okay, how do we play Guitar Hero? How do I play all these Xbox 360 games I have that can't be played on an Xbox One? And lo and behold, you know, a friend of mine's brother was selling a bunch of stuff out of his basement. And he had two Xbox 360s and a Nintendo 64. So, I apologize for that, people. My neighbors are quite rude. But as I was saying, uh, yeah, so her brother was selling some, you know, he had two 360s and a Nintendo 64. I already have a Nintendo 64, so I figured, you know, have an extra on hand. Wouldn't be bad. Um, the 360s were kept in relatively good condition. One was a um, Halo 3 edition 360. The other one was all black 360. 120 gig external hard drive attached to it. Halo 3 one unfortunately had the ring of death. But the black heart, the black one with the 120 gig hard drive worked. So I'm back in business. So uh, I just what I'm probably gonna do is have my brother take the casing off the three, the Halo one, and put it on to the black one because I love Halo 3. And why not? And I'm just going to keep the other one that doesn't have a disk drive that works for, like, I don't know, simple stuff. Like, because I still have a bunch of digital games on there. And, you know, hey, you know, can still play Marvel vs. Capcom 2 on it. Marvel vs. Capcom Origins, Scott Pilgrim, Teenage Mutant. There's a bunch of games on there. So, yeah. But, um, anyway, I'm getting off topic. Uh, let's go on to the fourth round. All right. So, Carly's fourth round pick it's from the track a way from the game a way out the track is called on the run and it's composed by sam hulik and gustav grefberg
All right, we're back. That track was called On the Run from the game A Way Out, composed by Sam Hulick and Gustav Greffberg. And I apologize, people, for the noise in the background. My neighbors are arguing, and they are just quite rude. And not much I can do about that, but try to power through the podcast as best as possible. But anyway, um, you know, this is a game I've had my eye on for a minute, and I just need to find someone to play with, because I know you can play it single player, but I feel like it's better to play co-op because that's the whole purpose of the game and i've kind of heard spoilers about how the game goes especially the ending and i'm just not gonna touch on that just this is something i definitely might try to get around to playing within the next couple of weeks or months so to say because i didn't pick up madden this year because i'm done with madden i'm done so yeah that's that but anyway moving on to alex's fourth round pick he has chosen a track from a game that I've played, and a track that I've played on another show, Rhythm and Pixels. The game itself is called Red Dead Redemption 2. The track is called May I Unshaken, composed by Woody Jackson and sung none other by D'Angelo. Here's a track. Redemption 2, composed by Woody Jackson and sung by D'Angelo. For those who don't know, D'Angelo is the R&B artist who sung the song How Does It Feel. Uh, the music video for that song is very um, well known for the fact of that he did it completely naked and it's literally just him saying they're naked singing the song while the camera kind of pans around him. So, but you can only see from like the waist up or as women like to call it, the man cuts and up. So, yeah, <laughs> I can see how that song became very popular with a lot of young women back during my time. Uh, but anyway, so this song plays at a part in a game in which you, the main character Arthur, are, you know, after suffering a betrayal and being shipwrecked and going through a small little side adventure, find your way back to the mainland, so to say. I'm trying not to give spoilers. And you have to ride your horse to meet back up with your crew so and this song plays as you're riding like and i mean arthur is like down and out he's bad like he's just and the song is so symbolic for what's going on at that point because you know arthur despite everything that has happened up to that point in the game he still re keeps his resolve he still remains 
unshaken, so to say. So, but yeah, Red Dead Redemption 2, man, that ugh, some of the plot twists in that game. All I gotta say is this. Uh, well, I already cursed earlier in this episode. Fuck Micah. That's all I gotta say. Anyway, well, both competitors have done their best, but now we're in the final round of the night. What have they both brought to the table? To what have they brought to this final round? to knock the other one out, to claim victory for bragging rights in the household. Although I feel like they should have put a bet on this, but you know, maybe we'll talk about that at the end of the episode. Anyway, so Carly is going to hit Alex with The Crosses. Because that's the name of the track from the game Life is Strange. Composed by Jonathan Morali and, Capo and Jose Gonzalez. Please enjoy. Jonathan Morali and Jose Gonzalez and I have to imagine that the attack crosses is maybe like Carly just puts you know Alex in a cross arm breaker and he's just like just 
holding him. Or maybe a crucifix pin, if you will. But I kind of imagine a cross arm breaker. Just saying. Um, I don't know. I know little about Life is Strange. It plays... No, sorry. A little tongue tied. It plays similarly to games like uh, The Walking Dead, uh, Season 1 and 2, where you had... Uh, what's uh, What was the little girl's name? What the little girl's name was, and the, you know, the surrogate father figure, and, uh, the Wolf Among Us. So, it's one of them games where, you know, you make, you move around. It's like a story game, so to say. It's like you're watching a movie, but also playing with it. So, I believe there's, like, quick time events, things like that. Your choices have consequences, all that goodness. I heard it's really good. My friend Chuck, he's played it, and he said he loves it, so. You know, if y'all get the chance, definitely check it out. I believe it's on Game Pass. Don't quote me on that. But anyway, so Alex is going to get up out of the crosses, and he's going to hit Carly with his attack. Run, jump, fight for the game Dying Light 2, composed by Olivier de Riviere. Please enjoy.
That was Run, Jump, Fight from the game Dying Light 2, composed by Olivier de Rivier. I'm assuming that basically Run, Jump, Fight is basically, you know, it's, I, I'm going to think that, you know, Alex runs at, you know, Carly. She ducks under. She bounces off the rope. He jumps over her. She comes back and he kind of hits her with a, you know, um, power slam, you know, Randy Orton style. So Run, Jump, Fight. So, but anyway, so that's going to do it for those tracks. We're not at the part of the show I like to call Sudden Death. My favorite part of the game. <laughs> sudden Death. The Sudden Death part of the show is in the event of a tie, both competitors have one last chance to steal the win and, you know, win the, uh, you know, win the fight. So, what has Carly brought? for sudden death. Carly has chosen a track from Mario Party 8. And this is why I said there's a lot of similarities, a lot of differences. And this is going to kind of show how so about the uh, Messenger household. But yeah, she chose a track from Mario Party 8. And the track is called Koopa's Tycoon Town. And this is composed by Yashihiro Sukahara. Please enjoy. Tycoon Town from the game Mario Party 8, composed by Yashihiro Sukahara, and that was Carly's Sudden Death track. Now, originally when Carly submitted the playlist, she had a version that was an extended version, but that thing went on for like 30 minutes. So I just played the original version. I apologize, Car Carly. Just, I strapped for time, so to say, if you will. Okay, but anyway, Mario Party 8, oddly enough, is one of the few Mario Parties I have not played. I've played Mario Party 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, uh, I believe 7 was on the GameCube, let me double check, let me see something real quick, uh, good friend Wikipedia, I know, I know, don't, 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 don't chastise me for this, alright, let's see, uh, oh no, that's not who I want, okay, let's see. Wow, my first Mario Party came out in 98. Completely forgot about that. Let's see, three. Yeah, me and my brother used to play that a lot because I think that's one of the first times you play as Waligi. I actually have this GameCube version. Yeah, Mario Party 4. 
me and my ex-wife used to play the crap out of Mario Party 5. And I mean the crap out of Mario Party 5. It's one of our favorite games. Uh, okay, we all, me and her used to play Mario Party 6 a lot too. That's the one that introduced the microphone. We just never had the microphone attachments. So, let's see. Uh, yes, I've played 7 as well. I didn't... I think I... Do I own 7? I have to check. Uh, I think I do, but... I think it's in the room. I'll have to check out the fact. But yeah, uh, I've definitely played Mario Parties. I have won the GameCube once. I just don't remember. I haven't played 8. See, I never played 9 either. And I never played the one on the Wii U, Mario Party 10. So... Yeah, I never played Mario Party 10 on the Wii U. I've played Super Mario Party, and I currently have Mario Party... Uh, Star Rush. Oh, that was a three. Oh, these are 3DS games. Uh, yeah, and I currently own Mario Party Superstars because you know, hey, and of course, one of my favorite mini games of all time, Eats a Pizza, is on there. It's funny because I had last time I played it, I had a couple of friends over. We were playing it, and we we're doing drinks. So the rule is, every time you want a mini game, you had to take you had to take a shot. And I was already like really messed up, and Eats a Pizza came, and my partner who was on my team for Eats a Pizza was like, you know, you could just purposely lose so you don't have to take the shot. I looked at her and was like, no. This is a matter of principle. I must win at Eats a Pizza. I can't lose at Eats a Pizza. I have to try. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, You know, one of these days, I gotta get together with a bunch of VGM podcasters and we play a game of Mario Party. Specific, spe uh, specifically, someone that has a capture card so we can stream this. Anyway, so if anyone's interested in that, you know, hit me up on Discord or Facebook if you have my contact information. But anyway, enough gabbing. So, on to Alex's sudden death track, which comes from a game that his fiance played early, a track from a game his fiance chose a track from earlier in the show. The track is called Farewell and it's from the game A Way Out, once again composed by Sam Hulick and Gustav Grefberg.
right, we are back. That was Farewell from the game A Way Out, composed by Sam Hulick and Gustav Grefberg. And that's going to do it for the show. Um, you know, I was really happy to be back in the seat recording again because, you know, things have been hectic and I just did not, like, I hate having to rush through an episode. I hate not being able to take my time or have the energy to do an episode because I like to put, I put a lot of heart into this product. Okay, and you know, I, you know, the fact that people actually listen makes me want to do my utmost. So if I don't have the energy to do that, I figure it's best to just not try. I mean, maybe that's a bad thing, but eh, that's just the way I do things with certain things. I figure I better to do it right than to half-ass. That's my mentality, I guess. But anyway, um, so next episode, I have not decided what we're gonna do yet. Might be a tag team match, because, uh, well, some competitors have made it known they want to challenge Team Game That Tune for the Tag Team Championships. And August Absurdity will have just ended. This is the last week of August Absurdity, so Team Game That Tune's schedule should be wide open. Although, I do want to send out a certain, um, challenge, if you will, to one by God Jesse Moore. Jesse! If you're listening to the show, and if not, I'll just message you in Discord. Um, it's time for us to run it back. That's right, Jesse. I'm challenging you for the VGM Podcast Championship belt. The one that you took off me at MAGFest this year. When you had the help of the one, the only, the game. So, this is what I'm suggesting, Jesse. Because I don't know for sure or not if you're going to get this. AEW Fight Forever will be coming out soon. So we can do this one of two ways. We can either fight in AW Fight Forever, or you can see me in Mario Kart 8 for the Switch with the new tracks. Entirely up to you, Jesse. We'll discuss this more, you know, in private and then come to terms with whatever. But hey, ball's in your court, buddy. Anyway, want to give a shout out to all my good people. Oh, and also... A moment of silence, uh, recently, actually not more recently, it's been a couple of months, like a couple of weeks now, uh, after completing the Masters of VGM, Bedroth has announced that they are closing the doors to Very Good Music, a VGM podcast, and this saddens me because I really enjoyed listening to Bedroth and Young Shoot Kapow talk about VGM and Bedroth sharing his, you know, his history, his, you know his his experiences with games with his children and his whole family one of my favorite episodes is one where he did with the twins and it was so cute and adorable and you know i'm really gonna miss their show wholeheartedly because it was just an awesome show i've been a guest on there once uh they've both been guests on my show i'm just gonna miss them i mean bedrock's gonna be around he still does bg mania and um i forget what his other podcast is where him um him and uh the dyad do uh reviews on lawyer movies so uh better off if you're listening man i just want to tell you it's been great listening to your podcast and listening to you make a podcast with your family and i'm gonna miss you listen to your show man i really am so you know hopefully somewhere down the line maybe you'll come back maybe you won't i don't know i definitely wouldn't mind you coming on my show for episodes you know you, you, you know, you're one of the few, you know, I will say this about the VGM podcast community. There's a lot of fathers in the VGM podcast community who, when I've gone through certain things, I'm able to reach out and talk to them. 
and they're like a support group like how single moms have support groups i have a support group of gaming fathers whom when i need advice they're there and bedroth has been one of those people so he, he's like an older brother i never got to have so you know i love you man you know uh got love for shoot as well you know my little pokemon protege just you know hey man sorry to hear it but i know you'll be around but regardless i mean hey he's a vgm fight club champion where's he going huh he's gonna relinquish the title he's gonna retire he ain't doing that but anyway so um next episode will be coming in two weeks i will announce the topic and the participants after the voting of this episode so this is a monday so i'm gonna say i will leave the voting up to labor day itself next monday Hopefully next Monday I'll be recording the next episode of the Uematsuplex with Jesse Bogodmore. But other than that, um, as always, uh, if you like the show, you can always join the Discord or email me at vgmfightclub at hotmail.com. We do have a Facebook group. Ooh, I don't get on there. There is a Twitter group. It'll be in the show notes. Um, shout out to our sponsors, uh, When Killers Get Caught Podcast and the Modern Chick YouTube channel outside of that not much else i can say other than uh shout out to rhythm and pixel shout out to vgm journey shout out to game that 2 vgm porium everyone that listens and participates on the show greatly love and appreciate all you thank you for the patience aside from that there's not much else to do other than to call today uh, i do have a bonus track for you guys for some of you who over the summer watch strange things season four you'll know this track some of you might be getting tired of this track I'm not. It's a cover. Anyway, so in the words of Kenny Omega, thank you and good night and Wu-Tang forever. The bonus track is not Master of Puppets by Metallica. It's something else. But anyway, catch you guys around. Later.
No. 